right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Just Some Podcast. Today, I have two of the guys from my group with me, Eric and Frank. Say what's up, guys. Hey, what's up? How's it going, everyone? Eric got that radio voice. <laughs> he does, yeah. Oh, my God, I'm out of the He's like, what's up, guys? <laughs> I'm over here sounding like I ain't went through puberty yet. <laughs> You're crazy, man. <laughs> let's get started man it's gonna shoot shoot fire some questions just kind of off the top of my head um and we'll see where it goes let's start with eric eric how long have you been trading and what got you into it i have been trading since uh january of 2019 seriously i would say mm -hmm. um just like you i was interested in the markets ever since i was young but obviously i didn't take action until i was a bit older um yeah, just I guess the initial motivation behind trading was I seen the whole lifestyle of the influencers online. Yeah. But um, you know, throughout time obviously I became actually passionate about it. So dope, dope. And Frank, what about you, man? How long you have you been trading and what got you into it? Uh I've been trading since uh I would say twenty sixteen. That's when I first came to uh, America. Um, for me, you know, it's stuff that I saw on the internet, um, the lifestyle and all that. Um, right. serious, seriously, um, started trading. Um, I think I met you uh, two years ago, maybe twenty twenty, um, around when COVID was going on, and all that, or a little bit before that. Um, yeah, so I started seriously there. That's when I, you know, actually take it seriously. Um, seeing the stuff that you were talking about, and uh, I kind of clicked. You know, not everything that you see on the internet it is what it is. Oh yeah, a lot of these guys are full of it um in the journey right it's it's not linear it's it's twists turns curves and man things happen in your personal life and i tell you man my personal life has been like an uproar of the last ever since the start of the year man my personal life has been like going crazy with like family stuff and and geez louise eric i know um you've had you've had your struggles too during your personal struggles that we won't mention how were you able or even were you able to keep focused on trading no man i actually i wasn't i'd say honestly from the end of 2021 until maybe mid 2022 i rarely ever took a look at a chart um and that's not something i've ever even told you guys you know in the group even yeah. though i stayed kind of active in the group I didn't even look at charts, um, but I think it was a it was a good period of time, actually, because when yeah. I came back, I had a completely different perspective. So and Frank, what about you, man? You you are unique in a sense of. You come from another country, you're grinding your way through the to to where you're trying to get, man. Um, have you gone through anything uh, that has either enhanced or taken away from your focus on the charts? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, for me, um, you know, I'm basically in the workforce. You know, I got to get up every day. I got to go to work. Um, and it's usually 12-hour, 13-hour shifts. So, you know, it, it, it's, it's hard coming home after a long day of work, you know, trying to look at the charts, trying to take new information and, you know, that you're, you're teaching and actually applying, you know, to, to, to my trading. So, you know, that's, that's what, that was, what was always one of the worst things I could, 
could have gone through. I'm still going through it a little bit, but I'm learning to, I'm learning about myself so that I can apply it to what, how I want to trade. You know, just like I was talking with Eric earlier, you know, uh, for me, I'm trying to focus more of like an end of day, um, more of um, going from monthly or to, to yearly kind of stuff, kind of trade. So I'm not going to be trading as much as um, a day, day trader would. Nice. Yeah, it just doesn't seem like it fits your lifestyle, and and that's fine. Eric, um, we'll go back to you. And this whole journey that is trading and trying to get to full-time trading, have you learned a lot about yourself personally? Oh, yeah, I've definitely learned a lot about myself, man, because uh, trading is a very, very lonely game. So um, but I, I think if you don't take the time to try and learn about yourself, it's very easy to go without it. But I, I think you definitely need to learn about yourself in order to develop yourself as a trader. And I, I think the majority of traders don't do that because it's a very painful thing. Um, but you, you just have to bear through it. 100%, man. And if you can say one thing you've learned about yourself that's really taking you because i eric I, I i remember our first zoom meeting and we we came into the group you've come a long way what's one thing that you've learned about yourself that has helped you in your trading journey um i've learned that i'm not as patient of a person as i initially thought and you know th that's okay um so you know i just learned to adapt different things in my life to to you know to better suit myself in that aspect yeah. And what, what would you say makes you not as patient? Is it the grind to get to full-time trading or the money or both or something totally left different? I don't know. No, it's, it's definitely not the money. Um, I definitely do am very eager for, you know, becoming a full-time trader. Um, even though I do like my, my career, but um, I, I think it's just, I've always had a, a thing for instant gratification, right? I feel like, especially yeah. in my generation with the introduction of technology, it's just something that's ingrained in us. So, I mean, it's not necessarily a bad thing. You just have to find ways to go, go through life in, in, in the way that best, best suits you. 100%. Frank, what about you? Is, is there one or two or multiple things that you've learned about yourself uh, that's helped you as a trader and even personally? Uh yeah, um, j just like Eric, um, it's most of the patients, um, I, I'm finding out myself, I don't really have the patience of not being away from the charts too long. Um, com company with that, uh, you know, I, like I said, you know, I worked like 12, 13 hours, so I am away from the charts for that long. So it's kind of like finding new ways to, to compensate for me being away from the charts. So it's, putting a plan together, um, knowing what the plan looks like and following that plan and making sure I know myself that I need to check myself and not going back to the charts, back and forth, back and forth, you know, and moving away from the plan that I've put in place for myself. Definitely. You are your own worst enemy. Um, I had a dope question and then it just totally, it just totally escaped my mind. <laughs> man love it that's just that that's what you got for to look forward to at 40 man like whoa 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what's been for you, Eric? What's been the toughest part? Is it? No, no, no. Let's backtrack. Have you bought a course from a scammer? Um, I, I, I am at the beginning of my journey. I, I purchased signals, so I would say uh, so. Okay, okay. What about <laughs> you, Frank? Uh, have you have you fell victim to the Miami Beach lifestyle that's on Instagram? Not necessarily the the beach lifestyle. More, uh, <laughs> there's more as wrong information. Yeah, definitely, and I think a lot of the people they just repackage stuff that they see on youtube and and on all the crap trading courses right and who really who really wants to sit down and actually do the research and then tweak the research and apply the actual research um eric you know my trading style um would you say that you trade exactly like me similar to me or different from me um, I used to try to really emulate the way that you traded. Um, mm -hmm. but I feel like now, since I'd say the, the end of 2022, I've kind of dived into my own independent, um, view of, of the market, obviously using a lot of the, the viewpoints and concepts that you've given us the, the overall context, but mm -hmm. it, my trading definitely, you know, um, definitely changed for the better once I started to just go down my own path for real and collect my own data, you know? So, and was that a function of that alone time, that break from the charts, or was it something recent? Yeah, it, it sort of was. Um, when I came back to the charts, I just said, you know, I don't, I don't think I've been honest with myself. Mm. And once I started to become honest with myself and say, what, what do I see? How can I trade the markets in a way that, you know, best is best uh, coordinated with my psyche? That's when I started to, you know, collect data and say, okay, I see this all the time. Let me see if I could build a system out of this. And that's when I just kept going and tweaking and just implementing new stuff based off just objectivity, you know, no, oh. no subjectivity. It's crazy because you're trading freaking uh, the S&P, man. You got a boss for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not there. I'm not there. If I if the trade isn't obvious as all outdoors, no, 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 not taking it. Frank, uh, for you, would you say you trade exactly like me, similar to me, totally different? Now, you also have the one thing we had in common prior to the group is uh, Mr. Chris Laurie. Would you say you trade similar to him as well? What What's your take? Yeah, so... For me, I think I trade uh, a lot differently from you and most other traders. Um, for me, I think the biggest thing that I noticed about my trading was um, when I was backtesting and I stopped using that rewind um, function. Yeah. So that changed uh, a lot for me and slowing down um, when I'm backtesting. So it opened up my eyes to a lot of other possibilities and um, opportunities that I was seeing in the market when I slowed things down 100%. Um, my trading style per se, um, it's still developing, but I think one of the biggest issues I have right now, which is not really an issue, but I'm seeing maybe too much in the market. Oh yeah, I, I mean, you guys both know me. Like I know so much 
and you know the 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 Google Drive has so much stuff. I probably only use maybe five percent of it. I only use what I deeply what what I'm deeply connected with. Um, yeah, I I totally get it, man. It information overload is real. <laughs> oh yeah, Eric, what would you say has been your greatest success as far as uh, trading goes? Like, what what gave you the aha moment oh i i'd have to say honestly man just uh objectively collecting data in the back tester and not using like 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 frank said like not using the rewind rewind tool going back oh you know what i would have exited here i would have done that i would have been this just coming up with a, a defined set of rules and legitimately seeing how often does this, does this occur and what is the probability and does it show a positive expectancy? And if it mm -hmm. does, I'll implement it or at least find a way to try and implement it. Do you use data like that in your, your career? Um, yeah, not, not my current direct career right now, but, um, in the, on the military side, I feel like, yeah, it's just always reading and collecting information to try to make your own assessment mm -hmm. out of it. Gotcha. Frank, what about you? I think we all have like, little aha moments i your your big aha moment is usually just a collection of little oh 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 then aha frank have you had an aha moment that exposed you to be like oh you know what this is actually my path multiple times and uh it it, it can be for me personally i think it is a good thing and it can be a bad thing because your aha moments can be sometimes it's temporarily and you use the aha moment and you overuse it um, to go on the wrong path. So it it might be an aha moment where you say, that, oh, okay, this is work. But you have to put the work in on that aha moment and yeah. use it toward, you know, actually building a strategy. And it's it's one thing because um, I've had that in my actual job um, that I work. Um, there are stuff that I have to look at seasonally um, in my job. And we reuse different technique techniques in my job, my job role. Mm -hmm. And it's the same. We use the same techniques over and over um, in the same seasons, but it changed slightly every year. Got you, Eric. Let me ask you this: We all got into trading, obviously, for financial gain. Was for and for you at any point in time was your emotional connection to money and making money holding you back yeah i i definitely say so um your your judgment becomes clouded by money right and that's not what trading is about it's not about money um at least from the perspective of actual execution right yeah so it's just um yeah just focusing on the money trying to trade a small account to a large sum of money it's just it's silly because you're only focused on that you're not focused on what you need to really be doing <laughs> sure no agree frank what about you has your emotional connection to money help or hurt you during your process hurt mostly oh um, shit <laughs> but it, it it's a learning 
experience. Um, yeah. when, especially when you're back back testing and you had that um, the amount that you make and the amount that you're losing and you just focus on the strategy. It, it changes a lot when you take the money out of the equation and you're just focusing on the actual strategy. Yeah, for sure. I know for me, I you guys have probably heard the the episode. This is an older episode on Cam when he was when it was 52 traders, where I told the story that I was literally yelling at a $20 bill because I was so <laughs> emotionally connected to money. Uh -huh. Um Eric, what did you do to put money to the side? I know for me, I put I I since being a process thinker, I had to follow a process and not think about money and I don't trade with my PL open because I don't care about it. What have mm -hmm. you done to separate the emotions uh from money? Um just dive deeper in the charts, you know. Um I think the more you know about price and what you're doing, that separation, you know, begins. And also um, I know this kind of sounds counterintuitive because you're trying to trade to make money, but I think a huge aspect of having that disconnect of trading and money is making money outside of trading. Yeah. In order, so so you're not stressed about it, right? So you, your judgment isn't clouded. Um, and I know that's kind of controversial because it's like, well, what are we doing at the charts? It's it's to make money, Eric. Right. So you know why? But it, it's it it's true. I, I feel like once. I had that side of my life kind of taken care of outside of trading. It, it made it easier to disconnect the emotions. Got you. Frank, what about you? How have you put your emotional connection to money aside or have you? And is it helping your mind be a little more clear at the charts? Uh, yes. Um, based on um, how I started training, uh, it, it it was mostly about the money and it, it messed me up a lot. But for me, I usually don't look at my PL and I make sure I know what my risk is and my target is whenever I'm trading. Nice. Trading is difficult as all outdoors and it takes a toll on you. And I know for me in the beginning, it took a toll on me as a parent, took a toll on me as a husband because I was taking so much time away from my kids, family get-togethers, and just everything that anyone wanted to do with me. And it's like, nah, I'm at these charts. I, I can't see you. Eric, how has trading affected your personal relationships? Um, You know, I, I'll be honest. I, I really don't think it has had a huge negative effect mm -hmm. i mean there's definitely times where i lock myself away <laughs> and i do my work at the end of the day and it's like oh where's eric he you know he got home from work and i i don't see him but um you know i, I feel like it hasn't overall impacted me to the point where it's detrimental right but you definitely are gonna have to take time away from those things i mean you know it firsthand dre <laughs> like you said you get yeah. time away from events and family I went too far. <laughs> I went I went way too far, man. Like I don't think I saw my in-laws or and I'm one of those rare people who loves his in-laws. My my brothers for like 6 months. It it was bad. Frank has trading affected your personal relationships as far as like the time you spend away from people or just things you want to do in general. 
not not exactly. I was always the type of guy that was, you know, always at his computer. Um, I was always productive um, in the sense that, you know, I'm always playing video games and all that. But I had to put some of that stuff on hold um, for the longest time. So I, I remember um, when, you know, I used to get very frustrated, you know, just being at the charts. Um, I usually uh, take time away to play some games and then I uh, started to get a little bit more serious. And then there were months where no one would hear from me and stuff like that. But there mm-hmm. it wasn't anything out of the, the unusual, as yeah. I said. Because my parents were always supportive of me doing what, whatever I'm doing at my company because I was always, I still had my job. I was, you know, I was supposed to do in the household. So I was always really good at um, balancing my life in that sense. That's dope. Eric, you, you got a unique one. You're in the military. Uh, has being in the military helped you as far as like this process to get to being able to pull money out of the market? Um, I'd say yes and no. I think it definitely, in some aspects, has instilled that, you know, that patience and that discipline that you need at the charts. And then I'd say no, like in the practical sense, it, there's times where it's taken me away from the charts. <laughs> and uh-huh. so, um, but overall, yeah, I'd say there's definitely a lot of intrinsic characteristics it instilled that can translate to trading. What will be one of them or two? Patience and discipline. Yeah. You know, you just having to stock the markets and, you know, accept the pain that, hey, I'm not going to take an entry today or, hey, I'm going to miss this entry because it's not 100% my setup. Um, you know, just being able to deal with those type of things. I feel like there, you know, there's some characteristics from the military that have helped with that. So, Frank, you work with you literally work with and manage people all day long see i don't see how you do it i got a short fuse man i'd be cursing people out like you're freaking fire i man i'd be throwing stuff at people have you (laughs) has anything in your career helped you uh as a trader or any direct connection absolutely um it's mostly um being very direct um concise with what you're doing being intentional um, when I go to work every day, I have to already have a plan in action. Um, what my team members are going to be doing, what I'm going to be doing. Um, there's a specific time frame on what it needs to when it needs to be done. Um, when there are outside factors that also affect, you know, stuff at work, which is the same with with trading. Um, you know, I might have a call from a manager, my my boss, mm-hmm. or you might send an email and say, "Hey, this this needs to be changed. You know, that needs to be done." Um, so definitely there are things that um, I've learned in real life with my job that um, I've applied to my trading. Nice. So, um, Eric, you know, I'm jealous of you because you live in SoCal, man. And I wish I was there right now, dude. Like you have no. It's been raining, man. <laughs> it's been I don't care, like man. Like I, I want to be down there in that SoCal sun. I will be out there in the rain, no shirt, just in my boxers playing in the water. Um, but dude, you, you <laughs> what if you made? I don't know. Let's say three million dollars. Mm-hmm. Would you still work your current day job, or would you just exit out of the picture? Um, it, it would depend in the period that I made that money, you know, mm-hmm. if I knew, like, if I maintained consistency, then, 
yeah, I would be fine stepping out eventually, but I wouldn't be in any rush to. And I've actually told some people that and like, oh, you're crazy. I'd be out of here in a second. And it's like, well, you know, what do you what are you really here for in the first place then? You know, maybe you should yeah. be somewhere else if that's if that's your mentality. So exactly. Frank, what about you, man? If you if you made three million dollars in trading right now, would you change? Would you dump your career? Would you change your career? Would you disappear? We wouldn't hear from you anymore. What would you do? Well, you know, it's a very interesting question because um, I've thought about it. And one of the things that I always say to myself is that if I'm a successful trader, what am I going to do after I turn successful? Like, what am I going to do with myself? So I, I don't think I would put my job away um, or I would probably take a lesser position in my job, I would say. Oh, wow. In, in what I do. Um, but if I can maintain, just like Eric said, if I can maintain my profitability um, through my trading that made me that three million dollars, and definitely I would probably take a lower job position and then continue doing what I'm doing. Because you just don't, you don't want to be just sitting down there. Because if you're not learning in, in real life and through your trading, then you know, what's, what's the point really? For sure. That's, I can tell you that I think and my wife would probably probably be better suited to answer this question. I think I went through, I think I went through like a, a a mini depression. And I'm not naturally a depressed person. I'm 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 a process thinker, and it was just because I was bored. I would trade, wait for my wife to get off work. We go to the gym. I I thought trading was my purpose, and it wasn't. And this is going to be interesting. I don't think I've ever said this before. Trading is actually counterproductive to who I am. I like this kind of stuff here. I like to talk to people. I like to be out and about doing things. I lost myself being a freaking full-time trader. And that's when I started to question all the stuff you see on social media and money bringing fulfillment and, and all this all this other stuff. But it also gave me the opportunity to mentor, right? And without mentoring, I don't, I don't meet any of you guys. And I mean, who would have thought I would start a podcast? What? Andre, a podcast? <laughs> but I can tell you the boredom is maddening. I started playing basketball again. Then I hurt myself. I was like, you know what? I'm way too far removed from my athletic days to be out here trying to hoop. <laughs> um, so let's say you hit your financial freedom number and you can do whatever the heck you wanted to do. Eric, where, where, what are you doing? Where are you going? Man, I mean, I, I'd stick around SoCal, definitely. Um, I would I would try to fill it out for like a year, see see if I go crazy like, <laughs> like you said you did. Right. Um, but I, I don't know, man. I... I I don't know what I would find myself being passionate about other yeah. than trading right now. Cause I've just been so consumed by it, yeah. you know, that, and that's just the honest truth, but I know something will come along. Um, sure. Frank, what about you? You hit your freedom number. What are you doing? Where are you going? Who are you taking? What? what? Uh, I, I don't really have any, any big plans um, for when I'm hit, when I hit my number. Um, it's, it's mostly just being comfortable 
yeah just moves in you know the way i want um if i do decide to move somewhere you know i i know i can move there um and i know that my you know my responsibilities for my 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 family my siblings i know that if something happens i can take care of them wherever i want wherever wherever i am in the world so i think that's just the biggest thing for me is just knowing that i have uh financial freedom to take care of my family and myself definitely eric you're the oldest of your sibling right yeah i know i'm the oldest of my brothers and sisters and i've always felt this responsibility to look over them take care of them even though they can all take care of themselves would you say that it's different when you're the oldest because you bear a lot of the weight on your shoulders. How would you, would you, is that a driving force for you being, being the one, Oh, I look up to big brother. Is that a driving force for you? Oh, absolutely, man. You know, um, I feel like that was something always instilled in me by my father as well. It's like, man, you know, you, you gotta be, you gotta be the big man, you know, you, you oh, always, yeah. I was always raised to be like, you know the 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 try to be the caretaker yeah you know? and that's that's like well, you're mexican too so like yeah. it's like tenfold <laughs> yeah so that you know that's always been the ultimate goal like yeah. e even in trading like that's the number one thing i want to accomplish first and foremost you know seriously i know when when we were down financially man and and this is why i say like i understand because you're mexican my wife's mexican when we were yeah. down dude my wife strapped up and she she carried me <laughs> right yeah. and man like i i i don't know what i would do without her frank are you the oldest of your siblings no i'm actually the youngest oh you're the baby oh <laughs> my goodness <laughs> the, the, the funny thing about that though is that um you know because i'm coming from so far um yeah. I, I would say people look up to me more because of where i'm coming from mm. yeah that's true. I mean, I admire. I remember you told me you got the promotion and and you were going through it. And I was like, dude, this is, this is dope. And you know, it also reminds me of uh, my sister Michelle. That's my wife's sister. She's the baby of the family. She's only been in the states for maybe four years. Girl aced high school. COVID robbed her of her high school graduation. She was only here one year. Uh, straight A's in high school. Ran out uh, college, getting dope grades. She got a brand new car. She's juggling work, school, exercise. And, you know, my my wife, they lost their dad over the summertime. And man, it's it's inspirational because there was there is I've never heard her make an excuse. I've never heard Michelle make an excuse. Tired, overwhelmed. This girl just keeps going forward. And I I I, I love that about her. And it's Frank, maybe coming from a different country. Oh, let's get controversial. What what do you think about the majority of Americans? And say whatever you want. No, your face ain't yeah. showing sure. you good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know. Uh I mean, I'm not gonna say a majority of them, you know, are are lazy, but yeah, a lot of them are lazy. They don't want to put the work Entitled. in. Entitled. <laughs> Excuse me. Entitled. Yeah. Yes, it is no sugar coating. It's it's the truth. Um, I I do have to hire people. I do have to fire people, and I've been there. Yeah, Eric, you coming from a military background, and you see us civilians. 
what do you what do you see as far as the herd goes? Oh man, I'm a part of the herd too. You know, I I don't try to separate myself <laughs> yeah. in that aspect. Um, I you know I, you know, I'll be honest. I do see you know a lot of my generation. Mm. Um, you know, the young twenty somethings. I look around. I'm like, man, you guys have no respect and discipline. So I, I think that's oh, one yes. thing that I would say. Um, because sometimes it really annoys me. I find myself you know, being out in public, like thinking like a Karen <laughs> for, <laughs> for people my age, you know? Right. So right. Um, that that's one thing. I'd say that's the only thing though. Yeah. We went to get pizza last night and, you know, you know how I, you know how I dress, right? Like yeah. I'm in hoop shorts, a t-shirt and a Nike hoodie, and we're going to get pizza. And it's this little pop-up spot inside a bar and the pizzas are good. It's they're mobile. And and um it's wood fire pizza dude it's delicious you ever come up here i'm gonna pay for your food this time you can't tell me not to oh, okay <laughs> all right sounds good man <laughs> the backstory to that is uh i met eric in real life uh coming up from san diego and he would not let me pay for his food but i'm gonna get his ass next time i, I didn't it's not like i didn't let you it's i wasn't expecting you to so i you just pulled your card out before of, the we didn't see came <laughs> we didn't speak about it so i'm like oh i'm not gonna sit here and expect Dre to pay for my food. So I'll just tell him, you know, separate the check. I'll be modest. On the record, <laughs> is Volvo the best pasta you've ever had? Oh, hands down best I've had. Um, I mean, that's not much coming from, you know, an American from Southern California, but best pasta I've had. Yeah, man, I, and every time, every time we go uh, down SoCal, san diego we come up or we go down to uh la it's funny the owner is like oh you're the guy from sacramento your son broke the glasses last time i was here I was like, yeah uh, my, son, my son did he tipped the table over and literally uh, glass everywhere in the middle of the street in santa monica i'm like damn man and the owner was super cool he got out there he, he cleaned it up they, and it, 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 it was it was it was a jumble mess but anyway so we were uh we're, we're getting pizza and I'm looking around. You know what I see? I see a lot of unhappiness mm-hmm. because there's a bunch of state workers and they're all and you can just see it in their eyes. They're tired. They're drained and they're covering that up with alcohol. And I'm looking around. I'm like, I kind of want a beer. Right? I almost fell into the herd mentality. I and I, I like tequila. You know that? Like I don't want yeah. beer. give me some tequila. But me too. <laughs> see, that's why I like you, man. We um. <laughs> And I'm I'm thinking I'm looking around is is our system messed up right is is have we gotten so far away from who we are as people that we just do things that make us freaking unhappy trading dude trading doesn't make me happy I thought it would it just just didn't as for me it's my family it's my kids it's my wife and even money right being able to dude I don't even think I told anyone this story. But I remember I I lost the house. And as we were losing this house, we were in Walmart and my daughter wanted some candy and I didn't have the money to get it for her. And I had to say, I'm sorry, we don't have enough money. Now, hindsight, I wouldn't have said that. I would have just said, oh, next time. Right. But then that was the, the reality of, yo, I'm poor. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yo, I'm super broke. I, I I, have to change. I have to do something different. But, and also too, I, I didn't realize how unhappy I was 
And at that point, yeah, I was actually, I, I'm not, never been an alcoholic, but we would drink every weekend. And it was just really to escape the pain of not having anything, right? So that's what I see. I see a lot of just general unhappiness and just disconnection. But yeah, um, let's switch gears here. Have you given yourself a timeline or a date to to be a full-time trader or to hit a uh, a certain goal, Eric? Um, yeah, to, to hit a certain goal, definitely. This year, I kind of shifted gears and I'm like, okay, I'm seeing consistency. Let's go get funded. Um, nice. So that, that's what I'm going to work on this year. But in terms of being a full-time trader, I wouldn't say I'm going to put... Um, it it's just not i personally feel like it's not practical for me to put a mm. you know a timeline on it right mm-hmm. life is life and you just got to go through you got to go you you got to earn like you said in the last episode you got to earn your stripes right yeah. and i'm just going to let that happen but um i i definitely do am going to be you know turning it up this year so I can't wait, man. I can't wait. Then I'll let you buy me Volvo next time. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't pulling my card out. <laughs> nope. Frank, what about you? Have you given yourself a timeline or have you set an expectation in your mind to to hit a certain goal? Yes. Um my exp- my timeline um for being profitable is this year. Um the expectations for me right now is literally just watching the charts. Mm. Um, I've taken myself away from making unnecessary trades. I do have a strategy in in place, which I am following currently. I like and, it. Uh, it's, it's literally just just waiting now to see what happens. Dope, Eric. I think there's value, like extreme value, in making mistakes, and we're we're not immune to them. Mm-hmm. Would okay? Is it information or is it mistakes or is it both? that helps you get to where you are right now? Um, I'd say both. You know, when when you make those mistakes, even the silly ones, um, it hurts. And sometimes you don't want to look at it, right? Like, you're like, oh, I, I don't want to journal these trades, man. I, I already know what I did wrong. But looking at those mistakes, definitely, I, I think that's um, an aspect of adding information too. When you learn from your mistakes, you're gaining information. So I'd say it's both, you know, whatever you're learning from backtesting or journaling, that information is good. And a lot of that comes from your mistakes. So I'd say both of them are equally as important into growth. Sure. They make you Frank. What about you? You think you've, have you found more value in information mistakes or both? Uh, mistakes, I would say mm-hmm. um, it shows the flaws in a lot of what you do in terms of trading. Um but you should not use it as a scapegoat to change um, how you trade. For sure. No, for sure. Outside of trading, have you found, like for me, I used to be super duper impatient and my life outside of trading, outside of trading uh, reflected it. The more I've learned, the better I've gotten as a trader, the better I've gotten as a human the better I'm getting as a father. I'm still not the most patient dad in the world because let me tell you, these kids, I, I went great young and I'm blaming my wife and kids. Not going to lie. Hey, I'm <laughs> you great too, man. Hey, but you don't have kids, man. <laughs> you're the just, oldest. Just I get you. Wait. You're the oldest. You're the oldest. Okay, I get you. Yeah, yeah. But man, you're not even 30 yet, are you? No, I'm 24. 
Oh, man. <laughs> that's the grunt. Young that's game. the dad grunt. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but have you found similarities between your personal life and trading, Eric? Um, yeah, I definitely see some similarities. Can you um, name one? I would like, uh, like I said, you know, I'd say the the impatience, um, mm-hmm. but that's definitely something that I've I've developed. You know, I I kind of decided like you can't. There's no concrete way to develop patience in your trading oh, if you're an yeah. impatient person in your personal life. You just have to sit down and you just have to do it. You know, and that's kind of what people don't want to hear. You know, they want to hear the the secrets, but you just have to sit down and do it. Yeah. I'm going to be patient today. I'm only going to trade my system. So, um, yeah, the, definitely some similarities. And you, it, it's really weird because you have to disconnect them. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. For sure. Frank, what about you? Have you noticed similarities between your personal life and trading and, and connected the dots? Uh, absolutely. Uh, I think it it's what made me um, one of the, the better managers in, in our region right now, in my company. Nice. Um, it made me see a lot in terms of, you know, if you, if you wait long enough, you'll see a lot more than what you'd see if you, um, if you jump on an issue too fast, um, granted there are some issues that you, know, you, have, to, you have to take care of, easily, but I think that's one of the things with most managers in companies and stuff like that, um, they don't observe and observation sometimes takes waiting. So it, it's just all about the wait. That's the game. You wait understand i remember uh one thing that i used to do and eric i don't recommend you do this because you live in socal i used to sit in traffic intentionally to build patience like legit in sacramento traffic is bad but it's dude it's not like the 110 the 110 oh my god coming back to 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 norcal we were in we were stuck in traffic for like three hours just to get to the grapevine. It was horrible. But I used to sit in traffic. I said, you know, it's about to be rush hour traffic. I'm just about to do it. I would literally go drive in traffic to nowhere just to work on my patience. So yeah, don't do that, Eric. You're in SoCal. You're, yeah, you're a better it's, man than me. That's I, I just I I needed to crack the patience code, right? And you did it, are, man. You did it. It worked. You made it. <laughs> Yeah, but it didn't work with patient, 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 being patient as a parent. That's that. Oh my goodness, mm. that's a whole, that's a whole different game. Um, let's switch gears a little bit here. What, what is one thing you do, Eric, to disconnect from trading outside of trading that brings you, uh, balances you out? Oh, just the normal stuff, man. Hang out with family, enjoy your hobbies, golf you know you know going out to drink even though it's not the healthiest vice you know it's sometimes it, it's fun in moderation yeah. uh hanging out with friends you know going to dinner the the normal stuff you know and just forgetting about the charts like not yeah. thinking about it which is really hard when you know you have a group of people like like our group who is just so obsessed with these charts i mean you see it every day yeah. but um it's it's something that you have to develop yeah for sure Frank, what about you? What do you do? I mean, you work 13 hour days, man, but what do you do? What's your, what's your balancing factor in your life? Uh, video games, man. Um, I'll play like an hour of video games, get off, and then I'll be back, back at it. Nice. Um, but I, I do have a very strict, um, 
a very strict set of rules that I, I, I kind of use because I believe in health and fitness um, for the longevity of you know, your family. I believe you owe that to your family. So yeah. I do take time to take care of myself. I do work out. Um, so a little, little bit of um, that helps as well to take mm-hmm. my uh, self away from trading. Yeah, for sure. For me, it's uh, exercise and martial arts. I like fighting. I don't mind getting hit either. I kind of like it. Kind of weird. But that, that's <laughs> like, who's like, yeah, go ahead, punch me. Like last night I was, I was sparring with the kids and, you know, at 40, I let, I let them tag team against me and we'll go to, we'll go to 10. I beat them 10 to three and I'm 40. Like they're going to do it. But no, yeah, that's my thing. Exercise and, and, and martial arts. Oh man, this is good. I don't even want to end it. What is, if you can give Eric, if you can give anyone one piece of piece of advice to make it as a trader, what would it be? Man, you have to sit down and look at the charts and see what you see, you know, and yeah. determine what price behaviors you see and go and backtest them objectively, collect data. How many times does this work? What days do I see this? What time of the day? You know, and once you can see that through data, you've developed an edge, go, go forward test it on a, on a demo account and yeah. see if you have consistency. Right. And then mm-hmm. um, along with the, the psychology too, you need to, you need to have patience, you need to have discipline. And if you don't have it, you, you, you have to find a way to get it, <laughs> you know, like okay. go out in traffic <laughs> and sit there <laughs> like Dre did, yeah. you know, do what you got to do. Cause it's not an easy task. Yeah. Um, and even if that's the only stint of patience you have throughout the entirety of the day when you're at the charts, do it if that's what yeah. you have to do, you know? Exactly. And then be impatient the rest of the day. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Frank, what would, what would be your one piece of advice to anyone trying to make it? Like, what, what, what would it be? Um, just have some patience, man, and um, review your losses. Think that's it'll, it'll change a lot for for a lot of people who review their losses. Um, and they'll probably see a lot of things that they could do differently and um, things that they could not do differently. Um, it just depends on on how they trade. But it's just having patience, reviewing your losses, and taking notes. That's that's it. Nice, Frank. What video games do you play? Uh, for me, uh, I'm more of a, a nerd. <laughs> I know this thing is a nerd, man. Everybody has their interests. Mm-hmm. Um, most of them are MMORPGs, role-playing games. Um, nice. I do play. I do play a little bit of. Um, I do like a little uh, car games sometimes. Um, I, I'm not a fan. Uh, fan of sports. That type of guy. Okay. Um, although I did grow up in Jamaica, um, my thing was track and field. That's all I did. I never played football. Uh, I never played basketball. I never did all that. All I did was run. That's it. I run for my demons. <laughs> How tall are you, Frank? Now I'm curious. You did track and field. I'm not sure at all. Five, uh, five, eight. Yeah. Same. Five, eight on a good day. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone me too. I've met. They're like, I thought you were taller. Like, nah, man. I sit on a little book in my, on my chair to make it look like I'm taller. <laughs> I'm five, eight on a good day, man. Oh, uh, Eric, what are your uh, what are your future goals, trading and personally? Um, trading, man. Trying to buy a house right now. Um, just develop my relationships with my family, you know, become that that caretaker that I've always wanted to be, like I said. Yeah. And just just enjoy more free time, right? Like For try sure. to disconnect from the from the day to day. 
and just relax and enjoy myself. That's that's really the main goal right there. Nice. What do you what do you do to connect to yourself? Are you like what do you do? What's your what's your practice? Um, I like I mean, I just talk to the people that are closest to me. I mean, nice. you get all these ideas in your head throughout the day that you kind of overwhelm yourself with. And then when you sit down and you talk to the people that you're closest with, it really brings you back down. You know, you call oh, yeah. after work, oh, yeah. you, you talk to your mom, you know, you're like, wow, you know, I I really need to just relax here because things things are OK. Oh, yeah, man. Your mom's dope, man. And you guys you guys have had a hard couple of years, man. And. I just commend you for being the person you are, man. Like, how do you step? You know, we all go through things, right? But for you to step up and do what you got to do, man, like, I really do believe that your parents did you good, man. They raised you right. You know, and this is coming from a 40-year-old fucking man here. Yeah, I was not supposed mm -hmm. to curse. I'm going to have to have my guy bleep <laughs> this out. <laughs> But no, man, yeah. like it's 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 dope. Uh, Frank, really what about that. my? Hey, no problem, man. Frank, what about you, man? What? Uh, I forgot yeah. the question. What do you do to um? What are your goals? Yeah, going what, forward. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my biggest goal right now is to pay off my mom's house. Um, I wanted to 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 live comfortable. I think that's the. I think that's my main goal. Um, right now. Rather than that, it's, it's developing my career, uh, moving forward, trading, um, making it professionally. Uh, I think I want to, to prove myself to everyone you know, that, that, that I can do it. Do you think proving yourself to everyone or would you rather prove yourself to yourself? True. That, that's true. Um, I don't really have any, I don't really owe anything, any, anything. Anyone, uh -huh. anything. I don't have to prove anything to anyone, but at the same time, you know, there's a lot of people at work. And I want to rub it in their face that, that, I, that, I, that I have a choice. You don't have a choice. Oh, I love it. So you're, see, you're competitive. I like it. I yeah. like it. I'm, I'm competitive and petty. I know. Um, I, uh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell that story. I rubbed success in someone's face before and I felt like absolute crap, man. And, I had to apologize because when I get into the ego, oh, oh my God, it's bad. It's really, really bad. Like that video, and I'm pretty sure you guys know that video in the group that I posted on Christmas. That was bad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was bad. But I left it in there <laughs> because I wanted to rub it in whoever's face that was because it's like, call me out? Like, how dare you call me out? But again, mm -hmm. I left that video in there because... I'm not perfect, man. I, I I struggle just like everyone else, right? It, it is what it it is what it is. And I know for me, outside of the charts, it's pretty similar to both of you guys, right? Like I try to only compete with myself, but there are a couple people, mainly a guy who quote unquote mentored me, not Chris Lori, it's another guy. I, I hope he's watching this podcast and I hope he's seeing this and I would flip the camera off in hopes that he's watching, but I I want I don't want to offend anyone. But it would be the biggest f him in his face because he he you guys have heard me told the story. He laughed at me, like literally laughed oh, at me. Right. And instead of like being mad, I'm just like, you know what? I'm gonna figure it out. And it took me 45 minutes. Like, screw you. 
Um, and bringing bringing it back to me, like my my kids, when I was when I would get really disconnected from reality, I would just go sit in the room with my kids and watch them play video games. I would even just like be that weird dad that would watch him sleep, like just hovering over him. My dad did that to me once. I was like, dude, you're a creep. What, what are you doing? And I was like 14 and I was like, dad, this is weird, bro. Like, what are you doing? But... <laughs> now you understand. <laughs> I, I get it. I, I get it. I, I tell them all the time, like, okay, I get it. I get why you were emotional because now I'm emotional. My bad for being a teenager. <laughs> oh my goodness. No, this is good. You guys. Um, Again, I want to thank you guys for, for, for coming on, man. It's, it's definitely appreciated. It's a break for me just talking to myself and staring at a camera. I appreciate you guys. Uh, and I want nothing me. more than to see you both make it, but make it in your own way, you know, and I think that's what you're both doing. So I'm happy for you guys. Anything you guys want to say before we cut this episode and I need to eat before I actually do lose my mind? Uh, nothing. Just what's up to the group. Uh, keep grinding, guys. Heck yeah, yeah man. Yeah. If your face is down in the dirt, wash that shit off. Get up and go. That's how you do it. Absolutely. All right, guys. Appreciate you. I'm going to eat. It was it was good catching it because I haven't talked to either of you guys like on a Zoom in ages, man. And this is dope, man. This is dope because especially I started seeing uh, Frank in the swing trades. Eric, the madman, short-term, tra- short-term trading, the S&P. <laughs> like, who does that? <laughs> <laughs> but all right, guys. I lost it. All right. Take care, guys, and uh, we'll chat soon. All right. All right. All right, guys. Peace. Take care.